Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. Welcome to the podcast. Glad that you joined us uh, today. We have a friend and not my colleague. She's a colleague of my other great friend, J.R. Baker. This is Connie Baker, and she is a licensed professional counselor, master's degree, and also, I'm sure, certifications for things, and has a private practice. She has also been, uh, in the past, a university instructor, seminar speaker, published writer, and a trauma recovery specialist. Connie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Very, very great to be here, Craig. When we as Christians, true Christians that follow the Lord, and we attempt our very best to to walk in the Spirit, not in the flesh. When we talk about forgiveness, this is, uh, to the secular world, is one of the greatest uh, examples that we can show of the love of Christ. Mm-hmm. And it's virtually unknown or little known in the secular world is to forgive somebody, is to exact revenge. Mm-hmm. But when we don't do it properly, ap- apply the, the oil of forgiveness right. uh, in Christianity, we do a disservice to God and His kingdom. Oh, it poisons the idea, which is so unfortunate. Because interestingly, even secular research in the psychological field now is saying that forgiveness is a good and healthy thing, which and of course good, we it's know. It's also good physically. It's good physically. It's good for our whole systemic, our whole system. But yes, you're right. It, they've taken a beautiful concept that is profound and just poisoned it by saying, you've got to forgive me. First of all, I always say, you never, <laughs> it is, and I don't use the words never very often, but it is never okay to tell somebody else that they have to forgive you. You should be on their own. It's on their, their timetable. You can ask for it. Yes, but ask you shouldn't, for it. You shouldn't demand not, it. Not demand it. That is not the way it works. You can never demand forgiveness. No, no that is correct. I feel, feel that so deeply. And you do not tie forgiveness with reconciliation or trust. Could that happen? Could those be restored? You bet. And that's the hope. But there are times that it, anybody would say this is totally inappropriate to to hook forgiveness with trust. You know, if someone if someone abuses my child and goes to prison, I don't I may be able to fully forgive them and release that debt that they owe me and release that and say, I canceled debt, we're moving on, I forgive you, I wish you well, but I'm not going to bring that person post-prison to come take care of my child again and babysit for them. That's crazy. Anybody would say, that is insane. You can separate trust and forgiveness. And I think that gets very messy with abusive leaders because they combine the two and demand both of those. And Sometimes that. I think they're trying to do that also. He or she. she he or she. Mm-hmm. Equal, equal parts on that one. Um, they try to do that to, to cover their, their, their tracks. They will ask for forgiveness so they can, it's sort of like get out of jail card. It's a total get out of jail free card yeah. that is totally inappropriate. And frankly, I'm going to even you know flip this a little bit and say it's not loving to that leader because that leader then gets to continue 
in that destructive behavior. If you just say, free pass, go ahead, do it again. Free pass, do it again. Not not okay. That's not, to me, that's not loving. Loving they'll, is... They'll, they'll go on for decades like that. Exactly. Because they always many have. got... Um, pseudo forgiveness yes exactly so so those are some of the process and forgiveness i talk about in a very sticky way in here uh and i talk about how it's a long process and it can't be rushed and we as uh christians often want when we hear somebody saying oh you need to forgive them you know we we, we get uncomfortable with somebody's painful story it's a little too casual it is way too casual i always use the metaphor if you're um, if you got hit by a drunk driver and, you know, the left side of your body was, you know, kind of mangled up and you had to do surgeries and rehab and physical therapy, your friends hopefully would not come up and say, how are you doing? And then you say, oh man, my shoulder is hurting so bad today. They wouldn't say, well, have you forgiven, have you forgiven the driver? Two, <laughs> it's a, two separate things. It's two separate things. And emotional trauma is not healed instantly by forgiveness that's crazy talk to, to to equate those but the church does not like emotional trauma a lot of times they they get uncomfortable and they just say forgive forgive just forgive and it'll be fine come on now just get get to the forgiveness and Let's you'll just feel great hold hands and pray about it and just pray about it and it's like none of that the trauma is still there it takes a time and a process to heal just like physical trauma does, just like that shoulder in the car wreck, it's just going to take time and sometimes surgeries and, and rehab to deal with. We need to give that same honor to emotional trauma that happens within the church and say, it's going to take time. Hang in there. I'm with you. I'm sorry it's hard. That brings up something that I 100% believe you and I can agree with and and that uh, our listeners, our audience can agree with. You know, there are times, and I've listened, I have covered healing crusades Mm. across the world with some dynamic people that were the real deal when it came to healing ministry, which is to the world is very controversial. That's okay. That's not my issue. The Jesus that we serve, the Jesus of Nazareth, the Jesus that's the son of God and the great physician, the great healer, I think we would all agree there are times that there's instantaneous healing. It happens immediately. Mm-hmm. There are other times that it's a creative miracle, which we don't see a lot of. Right. But I've seen it more overseas because I think the faith is more trusting overseas. I believe God can do it, and he just does it mm-hmm. based on that faith. But the third is that God is also the healer of over time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not much into the time heals all wounds. I, I would rather have Jesus to heal all Mm -hmm. wounds Mm -hmm. rather than time. But I also believe that God uses time, Jesus uses time, to slowly heal you because there's a process involved that maybe we cannot simply uh, explain or uh, understand. Mm -hmm. But you look back over that left shoulder that got mangled in a car wreck and surgery, and you look back over two years later right and see let me give you a quick example my my lovely wife rebecca in her early 20s she misjudged the top of a, a stop top of a stairway in the cold of uh, uh, up near the in the mountains of northern california and there was some slick ice on an open stairway and she fell oh. down the stairs oh. after coming out of a meeting and broke her back mm. broke her back she still to this day she had a great physician, an incredible physician, who was a physician for the San Francisco 49ers hmm. football team. If anybody knew how to fix things like broken stuff, 
God had the right right person for her. But it took her it, with two steel titanium rods uh, in her the lower part of her back. Here she is more than 20 years later. But it took her two years to recover yep. and to get back to where she could simply walk like normal yep. down a sidewalk or uh, you know, wherever she was going to walk. Some things take time and they you cannot, do. and you can't hurry them up. You can't, and if you try, you end up re-injuring. And, and to me, that's, that's emotionally, good. it's the same way. If you're people who are, get told you need to get over it, you need to get past it, you need to forgive, whatever push they've had is like asking Rebecca to get up and walk with her back surgery too soon. And, it's gonna, it, and if she tries and can, it's going to end up hurting her. And I feel like that's where there needs to be a lot. I love what you're saying, Craig. There needs to be a lot of space of how does God work? We can't tell God what he how he He's needs divine. to do do healing He's in divine. any way. He gets to decide that. Yes, exactly. And we get to say, you know, God's creative. God God's going to do this how He wants to do it. So, yeah, I really really believe that. We are talking to trauma recovery specialist Connie A. Baker in the podcast, and we will be back in thirty two seconds. This podcast features engaging conversations with leaders, artists, and creatives sharing about current trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. Today's episode is produced by Matchstick Media International, a nonprofit that's passionate about inspiring both visionary leaders and young creatives to harness the power of media to further the gospel. To learn more, visit us at matchstickmedia.org. Now, back to Craig. We're back talking to Connie A. Baker. You can find her at ConnieABaker.com. Having worked uh, in my career in ministry over 40 years with Christian television networks and ministries, missions groups, some churches that had broadcast television, uh, I've seen my share of, of abuses. Yeah. And, it's, and it's difficult many times. I have a friend of mine that worked for probably the most famous faith healer in America who's not, not what he was 10 or 15 years ago. Uh, and the director, my friend, uh, with the crew before they would start the service in the big arena with 18,000 people and wheelchairs lined up, he would say over the private line to all the camera people, okay, let's pray. Dear Jesus, forgive us for what we're about to do. Wow. And he was the director for 10 years. Wow. Uh, dear Jesus, forgive us for what we're about to do because we're about to use the power of television uh, for, you know, the healing services are going to be cut up into 30-minute um, uh, episodes uh, to raise funds uh, for future crusades and, and uh, healing healing meetings, etc. And after a certain point, he, uh, my friend, just, that's enough. Yeah. And the the integrity, the integrity yes. of the, the leader uh, internally was so suspect yeah. of how those funds were used. Let's just put it that way. I'll let everyone else put two plus two yeah. equals four on that. There was abuse of funds. Yes. Oh, and there, there's a religious abuse right there. Absolutely. I, I had a friend of mine, uh, just blew me away one day. He was a pastor of a church, kind of progressive church. And he said, you know what, every time a person... Leader, Christian leader, gets on the air and asks for money in a way that is not scriptural. Mm. That is also taking God's name in vain. Mm. 
just as much as a sailor who, who curses all staggering out of a bar that's drunk. Mm-hmm. We think if somebody uses, you know, God's name in vain, and, and, uh, right. it, it, that that's the only way to abuse in, uh, God's name. If we use it and take it for our own yeah. reasons that are not God's plan, God's will, yeah. and God's time in a divine way, we are just as guilty of, of using God's name in vain. I hope somebody out there gets that. <laughs> and when you, when you can per- per- perpetuate it yeah. through media, yeah. fundraising letters, yeah. uh, TV, radio, yeah. social media, Facebook, whatever it, it might be, live events, mm-hmm. we need to just humble ourselves, yeah. get on our knees, uh, admit our sins, and turn from our wicked ways, and then God will heal, hear from heaven and heal our land and our people and our faith. Mm-hmm. I just did my own little message to myself on that one, so <laughs> there you go. Well, we're, we're, we're kind of summing up our, our time with Connie A. Baker. Uh, let me say it again. You can find Connie at ConnieABaker.com. Uh, Connie with an A in the middle. That's her middle initial. C-O-N-N-I-E-A Baker, B-A-K-E-R.com. Her book, her wonderful book, and listen, there are very few books on this, uh, Traumatized by Religious Abuse. Traumatized by Religious Abuse. She has been on a number of uh, television programs and and now this podcast. We're thankful for that as well, uh, reaching uh, an audience that that is new and unique with podcasting. And I would say, please, if you either, if you... uh, have identified religious abuse in your life, uh, you know, order her book. Can you, can they get it on Amazon? Can they, they can get, it, get yep. it from your uh, website. As well? Amazon is the best way to okay, get it. Okay. Go this to Amazon. Point. You bet. Is there, yeah. is there an ebook available? There is, there's a Kindle available. I mm-hmm. love that. Is there yep. an, an Apple version? Not yet. No, I think it's just Kindle at this point. Okay. That's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. It, it will work itself out on that. I, yeah. I, for my couple of books, I also have a, uh, my one book that's in two languages, Spanish and English, is also available as an ebook. It's a little tricky with Apple. They have really tight controls on how they paginate and, and format that. I highly suggest that you, you reach out and find that book. Now, maybe it's not you that has experienced uh, religious abuse, but you know of someone. Craig, we and all you know, know somebody. Give yes. it mm-hmm. as a, a, a yeah. gift of love and say, you know yes. what, I, I know and believe in what you're going through. Yes. Maybe this book could help you. And as uh, in our earlier part of the conversation, Connie talked about that there's a support group over 400 so far, and that'll grow over time mm-hmm. as word spreads, of people that stay in touch with each other through her Really, this is this is a, a counseling ministry that reaches. It's meant to heal, yes. And identify and heal and educate, as she has said before. I I highly recommend, and you can follow her on her Facebook page. There's a number of ways on social media to find Connie. And I would like to see, uh, as a media professional myself, that Connie is invited. If if you would like to have Connie come and speak at your church or your ministry or for your group. And I would say whether it's secular or faith-based. Either one. Uh, either one. Hey, let's get people healed. Mm-hmm. Let's let's open up the door because uh, Jesus is knocking. Let's open up the door and let the Jesus of Nazareth who sits at the right hand of the Father walk in and invite the Holy Spirit. Spirit goes where he's invited, so does Jesus. And God the Father sits on a, on a throne, immovable. So if you would like to uh, invite Connie to your group, 
And that could even be uh, a radio show. It, it oh, I've done be, several radio, yeah, TV, podcasts, you bet. And you could be anywhere in the world now. And you could be in the farthest reaches, as far away from where we're recording this in California, as far away from here, and still do a wonderful interview with mm -hmm. Connie. Uh, I highly, highly recommend that you do that, uh, if at all possible. Think about that. Pray about that. You can find her. All the contact information is there. Uh, we're summing up our time. Is the, I, I always ask this, uh, even when I do uh, documentary interviews, I, I ask almost always this last final question. Is there something that I haven't asked mm. you that you really wanted to say uh, that uh, can be a great benefit and value to those who are listening today. What would that be? Tell us. Hmm. I think you covered a lot of the main things. Um, I think I would say from my heart to those who have gone through this, what you've gone through is real. It's a thing. And it is significant uh, that your body, soul, and spirit have been subjected to the abuse. And you may still be confused and disoriented and wondering what the heck just happened to me. Um, but I want to say there's a bunch of us out there that get it. We get it and we see you. <laughs> We're rooting for you. And yes, get my book, get any other good resources on this topic. My book may not, not be the thing, but get yourself educated and get some people around you who know what's happened. Amen, amen. Thank you, Connie. A You're Baker.com. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Craig. It's so fun to be able to talk about this with you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.